Okay, greetings, salutations, internet uh, fans of podcasts, anyone that appreciates an adult beverage, as you may be, have heard before. Uh, welcome to another episode of Cocktails and Curveballs. I'll be your host today. My name is Lee. Um, got a full crew today. We got Patrick, Jim, and Tyler with me. And uh, as we always do here at Cocktails and Curveballs, uh, we started off the same. Everybody knows I'm uh, giving a, a mad shout out and props to all of our men and women um, that serve in our military, uh, foreign and domestic, past and present. Um, thank you guys for what you do. Um, and giving us the freedoms that we we enjoy. Um, also to all first responders. Um, people that have that tough job don't get paid what they should, and they are literally uh, out there for us when we need a minute. Um, um, there's some crazy ass stuff going on right now. Number one, we got to hit some cocktails too, but I mean, what's been happening? Sitting here on New, on New Year's Eve, big day, big holiday. We start a new year tomorrow. I'm sure we'll get into that too, but the stuff that's been going down with football in general, I don't care if you want to go NFL or you want to go college is a big fiasco, but tell us, tell me what you're drinking guys. I'll get to mine later. Um, what I've got, what I've got, but let me know somebody what you're drinking, what we want to hit first. Yeah, I, uh, I started something a little bit different New Year's Eve. Of course, I hope everybody brings in the new year safely and uh, has a lot of fun. I'm uh, drinking this, Ready to drink Long Island iced tea, pour right over ice. Pretty damn tasty. First time I've had it, had it it's by Captain Morgan's. It's pretty good shit. So that's what I'm sipping on right now. Um, does, does the liquor store, does every given liquor store around us know you by name? Yeah, I, I get for a friend. I find, I find that I get judging looks, and half the time I have to, you know, feel like I have to go in and explain, like, listen, it's not all for me. Can you just put your judging looks away for like five freaking minutes till I get out of the store, man? Anyways, what's in a uh, long, so, what's in a Long Island iced tea? Uh, well, I don't know what's in this like one. Like if, if you get if you get one at the bar, I know they're yeah, like super a, strong, so that's why. Yeah, you get them, super, right? there's, there's like, like five five or six different types of. I mean, it's stupid how much alcohol is in a, in a Long Island iced tea. Um, this one I think is probably dumbed down a little bit, but it's pretty good tasting. It's good stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to you know before we open up the show, Jim, uh, we were really starting to talk about college, and I wanted to save that for for the set. Um, let's talk about just the, the, I, I don't know, the pathetic, you know, display of football that's been going on, um, on, in some of these college games, these bowl games, because of this bullshit transfer portal. Talk about that a little bit, will you, if, if you could, Jim. Well, <clears throat> here's the thing. They open up the, this transfer portal is after the, the last regular season came, right? So these bowl games, <clears throat> there's a lot of stars, college stars that are preparing for the draft or preparing for their new team, whatever. They're not playing. If you're not in the top four in the college football playoffs, these guys aren't playing. <clears throat> They're sitting out, um, you know, like I said, in my opinion, this whole transfer portal NIL thing, dude, it's got to be refined. Yeah, the, the, I agree. The fact that it's opened up after your last regular season game. So you're not even going to play in the bowl game. All right. You go, you're jumping to teams for NIL money, whatever. You got to remember these guys are getting full ride scholarships, right? Okay. Then you get your NIL money on top of that. It's got to be refined. They have to pay that, that scholarship back out of their NIL money. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but what I do know is, Bowl games are meaningless anymore. Especially well, they the are. One hundred percent, they are. And and if you were listen, if if you if if anybody who who doesn't agree with that take, Jim. By the way, that's that's a great point, and I think it will be refined. I think there was no bigger illustration, no more obvious illustration, that this transfer portal, like like this whole shitstorm they started, has got to be. Uh, it refined and improved because now you've got, I mean, you look at Florida state and, and on our service, that was bad enough seeing how bad they got beat. I mean, it was just a joke. Right. But then I don't know if you guys did this. I did. Um, when you look at the, the, the starters, the Florida state was missing their top two quarterbacks their top three running backs their top uh, two corner uh, cornerbacks in their secondary. Uh, they're missing their uh, top three wide receiver. I mean, 
here's the thing is, you know, especially with betting being so predominant in the last few years, betting is, has just gotten out of control. I think the sports betting, there's still people that bet on these ball games. So now, now when you've got these heavy hitters that are wagering a lot of money on these ball games, it's, it, you know, why even have the bowl games? Like you said, Jim, if you're going to be, you know, taking an entire starting offense off the field for one team that, that was undefeated, by the way, that was undefeated and, and finished the regular season at, in the top four, now you're taking half their starting lineup out. What's the point of even having a fucking bowl game? That's every, well, that's every gonna, team, though. I mean, that's – go for it, Lee. No, I was going to say, that it's no different. I mean, I can understand Marvin Harrison Jr., wanting to get out if he indeed declares for the draft. Okay. Sure. He wants to stay healthy. This was not for a national championship with the Buckeyes, not this go around. Um, that one I can kind of see, but all these players that are jumping in the portal and bulls haven't even begun. And right. then, like you said, like guys, I mean, it's, it's the money thing. I just think college NCAA has got to dial the shit in and control oh. it because it's out of hand. Yeah. Even Kirby smart, after Georgia just piss pounded the Seminoles in the Orange Bowl, oh. biggest blowout in bowl history, sixty-three to three. And why? And like you said, and yeah, they had why? You know, yeah, yeah, and and the Seminoles had fourteen players, starters, studs. They're two top quarterbacks, two top receivers, two top running backs, eight defensive stars. Jesus. Now, does that have something to do with their butt hurt because they didn't get the playoff? It could be. I don't know. But then this transfer portal, all of a sudden, you see these names everywhere. You know, it's like, what the hell? I, I, I think it's terrible. And if they don't dial this in, it's only going to get worse. Well, it's going to be, it's, it's horrible. It's terrible. Football. It's you terrible. know, it's, you know what? I, so no, I was watching, I was watching one of these crappy bowl games here over the last week or so. And I can't, I, I don't know what game it was. I can't remember who said it, but um, they started talking about kind of what we're talking about with the transfer portal. And that if you play division one football, like where, if you weren't in a power five conference and you weren't on your, like your local TV deal, you weren't getting seen nationally. Like there was nope. slim to none. Right. So now true. he was saying though, that every major college uh, program now is being scouted. Like there's think of how many Absolutely. people transfer right from all over. Like, I don't know if that makes college football, in just that aspect, a little more like an even playing field, right? Like people don't fall through the cracks. Like you're not going to, like you're, you're not going to see guys from like division twos or small, small division ones getting drafted anymore because by the time they're draft eligible, they're not going to be playing for those teams, right? They're going to jump to get NIL money from, from a bigger yeah. school, bigger That's program. Yeah. Yeah. You because know, why, why would they stay with, a smaller division two school when, you know, there's a, there's a bigger school saying, Hey, you know, you got a great arm. Come play for us. I mean, um, I don't know. The I dollars just, and cents make all the difference. It's, it's I, dollars I just now. Think, you know, but we, even, we even so it. like F you guys are way bigger into the FCS than I am. Um, What's that going to start doing to teams like that? Where yeah, your exactly. best player is, it, is gone. gone. Yeah, yeah, you're well, not. A you're not example. See, yeah, you're not going to see four-year guys at any school. At, at Montana State, one of their stud offensive linemen, nationally ranked. I mean, he was a top ten lineman sitting in FCS. He hit the portal as soon as their season was done. Yeah, and Jesus. I can't remember what he's going to a big FBS school. I can't remember which. Well, I think it was Oregon. So I right think, there, right? Sure, like but he's, he's getting but recruited you throughout the season. Yes, right. Like they, it doesn't right. happen. Bang bang. Those day. Your season's done. Oh, I'm jumping. I'm going here. Like, obviously, they're being recruited on right. some form. You remember, right? like, you remember some not level. that long, not that long ago, like, if you were playing for Georgia and you wanted to transfer to Ohio State, back in here. the day, not that many years ago, you had to sit out for an entire season before you yeah. suit up. That's right. Now, hell, you can get pissed off at your coach halfway through the season and enter the portal. Yeah, I mean, it's it seems that way. The it feels like that because right now you, you get to totally the end of the could. season. Well, well, it it, it or feels at least put like it out there that you're gonna. Mm -hmm. It feels it feels an awful like uh, an awful lot like uh, Pandora's box to me. We talked about it, touched on it briefly last couple of shows, but 
by them opening this Pandora's box, I mean, where does it end, man? I mean, it's just now, now, you know, this is, this is, um, you know, hopefully not the final resting point, but now you have, again, a bold like hat that, that happened to Georgia and Florida state where you had a, you know, a, a, an incredible team at Georgia playing a high school football team. It looked like, I mean, it was just, it wasn't even a game. And, and is that what you want? Is that what the NCAA wants? I, I feel like, Behind closed doors, NCAA is they're scrambling. Like, okay, we've got to fix this, man, because we cannot be putting bowl games on national TV that look like this. Okay, guys, let I me let me, go, let me let me. There's way way bigger implications than this. So I'm going to use Ohio State as an example. Their top two recruits are wide receivers. They got the number one receiver in the 2024 class, and Jeremiah Smith. Okay. He's watching that bowl game where uh, Kyle McCord entered the transfer portal. You know, he's watching that game and Devin Brown and every fucking bum that Ohio State rolled out there quarterback couldn't complete a pass. You know, knowing that Kyle McCord is gone. What is those? What are those recruits sitting there saying? Who's going to change their commitment? Yeah, they can. And they can flip that. Right now, if they wanted to. Right now, they could decommit and commit somewhere else. Yeah. And because they're sitting there going, who is going to throw me the football? Number one right. receiver in the 2024 class has got to be asking himself that question. But do you think 100%. behind the scenes there, do you think that the coaches are like, no, dude, we're going to get somebody in the transfer portal. Like, well, we're going to get somebody. Now they're Ohio State. They're, Ohio State. they're not going to roll out some true freshman because that was the only quarterback in the quarterback right. room. Like there's, right. it's still Ohio state. They but do, do you have think, a five, do you think they do have well, a five-star kid? He was number five quarterback. They yeah. do have a five-star kid coming in. Air Nolan is his name, but he's there. There you go again. You, what you just said, a true freshman is what yeah. he's going to be. Now, is that where you're going to roll on? You know, uh, is that where you want to be when Jesus comes back? Hey, how many, hey, do you guys know? Do you guys know off the top of your head how many Power Five conference teams there are? Because I oh, was shit, just, I don't. I would guess sixty. It's right, like it's got to be. It's got to be close, about twelve. Yeah, per, it's got to yeah. be real close to that. So we're gonna start to see sixty-ish teams just be a feeder for thirty-two teams. Because yep. you're not gonna, you. Fact. I mean, outside of outside of schools, maybe like. Um, like an air force, something like, but, and they obviously there's them going to the NFL is like, is different than any other, than most other colleges. Right. But people that are going to play football for an army, a Navy, an air force, like that's for a different reason than most likely completely different. I'm saying like the other six. So Outside outside of that, like you're gonna have sixty ish teams, sixty five teams that feed the NFL, like period. Pretty you much, still, you can still year in watch, and year out. You can still watch your Fresno States if you're a Fresno State guy or your Boise State team go, but they're never gonna compete. They're never gonna compete with these top well, sixty teams. It, it, it feels it feels a lot like like I don't know different ways you can say it, like a like a farm system. Farm system or minor leagues, you know, and then yeah. um, and then even doing... even below that, the teams that aren't Power Five are right. just minor leagues for the fucking Power, power five, five, right? Yeah, it's right. like they can right. jump in that portal and yeah. move up. It's right. like it's like it's literally like the minor leagues of baseball. It, you know, they got rid of the rookie class, but you got you got literally yeah, yeah, but all the way up to the lake. You know, yeah. these bigger but, programs are running around, <clears throat> and like you guys said. They're scouting these these teams. They're hearing about these kids on these teams and and not the power five or or maybe it is an FCS, whatever they're hearing, and they're going and they're picking, cherry picking, you know, yeah. these but, guys. You know, isn't, them. isn't that bad for, for college football? Cause you know, it's it's like the um, you know, there's still gonna be I, I I equate it to uh it's like the classes, the wealthy, the middle class, and the poor. I mean if if you're in the poor and and you you your son goes to a Montana State or or a, 
U of M or, or, you know, one of these smaller schools, College of Idaho, he's playing football. I mean, it just sucks, man. If I mean, because that's what makes college sports, one of the things that makes college sports uh, so exciting is sometimes you've got these really good athletes that that show up at one of these smaller schools and lead them to a national championship, but not now. <laughs> because if he yeah. has what puts in if he puts in one good year or half a good year or even starts off like a house of fire, he's gone. Mm-hmm. So it just, you know what I found, guys. I want to ask you guys because I this is what this is my take so far of the Bulls bowl games this year. Last year was kind of like this for me, but not to this level. Some of these, like um, the Tampex Ultra Pure Bowl or whatever, these you know lesser lesser games, they have been fantastic. They have been. I, I mean, would these yeah. comment on yeah. that because these games, man, they are they're leaving it all on the field. Yeah, they right. know yeah. they know if they win that. Bowl game, the Tampax Bowl or whatever, Depends Bowl or whatever it is, if they win that game, their school's getting money. And yeah. when they go back to campus, man, they their shoulders are puffed up and they're they're ecstatic. Yeah. Now, these big games, opt out, top, opt out. Any top 25 to team is like most of these Jesus. games have not been good. No, right. Yeah, it, I know. It's, but some of these, some of the lesser bowls, man, mm-hmm. I have enjoyed watching those. I turned yeah. off the big bowl games. I'm like, no, I'll yeah. go check out the Liberty and you know Bowl. What's, well, and what's funny is actually that's funny you said Liberty, but Liberty and Oregon play each other, right? Liberty went undefeated and Oregon's fucking good. You know, yeah. you're like, that's not probably what Liberty wants, but is Liberty a team like that where they're everybody who's played all year is probably playing in this game? Uh, where that's but what I'm actually about. but Bo Nix said he's playing in it, so well, look at look at Utah. A few years ago, everybody was mocking Utah for going undefeated, got into a bowl game, and if I remember right, didn't Utah just spank the shit out of a bigger school? I mean, I think they beat uh, them pretty That was handily. the Alex Smith-led Utah Utes, right? Okay, right. It yeah, wasn't, I believe so. I think. Yeah. I think. Well, I think – Urban think Meyer. I, that was Urban Meyer and um, – But but Utah had a great year. And Utah was crying <laughs> because they because they were undefeated and they didn't they – didn't, uh, you know, didn't get ranked in the whatever top four or whatever. And but their their strength schedule was really low. But you know, again, you know, nobody knows how good they are because they don't really play any big schools. Well, they got into the bowl game and it was lights out, man. They did they did really well. So I, I don't know. I just I just feel like it's uh, it, it, maybe it's good for these power five schools for them. You know, the rich get richer. But for some of these smaller schools, I think it sucks, man. Are we more excited for the two games on, well, when this airs, really tomorrow still, um, the New oh, yeah. Year's, the college football, or how is anybody? Oh, yeah. Playoffs? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really I mean, looking just, forward to seeing how this there's, there's something on. There's something serious on the line. I mean, there's, yeah. they're playing. For you know what's going to be and, cool? And these balls have sure. been so shitty. Like, I'm right. looking and forward guys, to games that matter. You know, we hit on this stuff, but so you got you got Texas playing UW. That's the one that I want to watch the most. That's I think that's yeah, gonna I, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Michigan, obviously, and I hope Michigan piss pounds the tide. But yeah. I am so into to UW. I want UW to win, and I want them playing for a national championship because I want to ha- let them have that spotlight. But there was something really cool because we talk about all these transfers and shit. Do you know how many media people went up to Arch Manning? And he's crazy. the backup. Crazy. And 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 I'm talking about like, yeah, they're talking to yours and a few of the other players and stuff. But they had like ten times more people asking Arch Manning if he was going to transfer or whatever. And he mm-hmm. he came out. He did some cool shit. And I'm sure that has to do with his lineage being a Manning. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I'm going to tell you right now. He goes, no, I I want to play here. This is where I want to play. I'm not I'm not planning on going anywhere. And I thought that was pretty badass. I mean, because he's like, this is a school. That, you know, if I, you know, lose my girlfriend and lose a game that I still will be happy going here. And so, I don't think he's worried about money as I much, was, as, no, the, the as, much as other people. The $2.3 million in the NIL that Archman is getting, it, I'm sure that doesn't play yeah. into anything, right? Yeah. Right, but yeah. I actually I appreciate the old school approach. And Brock Purdy yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. And that's, <laughs> that's crazy. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't. I mean, it just, it just baffling, you know. And and you know, you're talking about these bowl games that have just been horribly. You know, if we can sit around the water cooler and and talk about this, 
make no mistake, NCAA, NCAA has taken notice, man. There's there's no they way have to be. There's no way they, they can be happy be. with how these bowls are going down, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they're getting, especially after Georgia did what they did to Florida State, and Florida State was missing like. Oh my god, league. dude! That game should have no, should have called it at half. They should have. They really should have. NCAA. And it wasn't Kirby Smart came out. It wasn't Georgia trying to just blow them out like that. They were a second oh. string, third string George's, players going George's in there. Georgia's second and, and third string players are way better than Florida down State's fourth and fifth string players. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's basic math. And it was you know, ugly. You, yeah, it's it's so. All right, so I'm Tyler, sure. I see. We only know what Pat's drinking. Jim, you got you got something good, or are you going old trusty? Nope, guys, I'm going. I'm going Gatorade Zero. Hydration oh, from shit. last night. Hydration from last night and what's about to happen tonight. Um, I'm just gonna hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Have you had any of the Gator Light? Have you had that? I've tried it. I really don't like. It's kind of. I don't know. I I really didn't. They, there's a Gator Light. I think it's a Gator Light Zero. So there's no sugar in it, and yeah. there those are pretty good. There's only two flavors that I've ever seen, but those well, are. That's, uh, that's the merger between Pedialyte and right. Gatorade. Gator Light, right? Yeah, Gatorade. Oh, I'm sure you guys have. You guys have heard the story of Gatorade, right? Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Florida, right? Yeah, I think that's just, I think that's fascinating, man. It's made for the Florida Gators know. football team. Yeah. Yep, yes, sir. Yeah. That's cool that's shit, cool. Tyler. I, get, I imagine you're with old trusty. Oh yeah, you guys would have been proud though. You know what? Yesterday I had um I had a couple cocktails. Whoa, branching yeah. out. Yeah, and what, what was that like? What was what was the poison? I've uh so a, a kid that I work with uh he got us all penalty and all, everybody on our crew. Um, Pendleton. Yeah, Pendleton I don't. Good I don't. Stuff. It was good, great, good. man. And I got some uh, some of the little cans of Diet Dr Pepper. Oh well, how'd that treat you? Good, good. <laughs> I I, I kept it pretty light though. No, I kept it pretty light because everybody that knows that anybody great... that's ever watched any of this knows that I drink beer. I'm a beer guy. Obviously, and if you, you saw me with my shirt off, you would definitely know I am a beer guy. <laughs> you would understand. You'd get it. So, you hey. wouldn't even have to ask. But no, it was good. I kept it. I kept kept it pretty light. Um, I think maybe, and this is for me anyway. Um, making it a little bit more stiff, I think, makes me nurse it a little bit more than yeah. if I if makes I it harder had, to if drink. Yeah, if it's too easy to drink, like I'm gonna get blackout hammer drunk. Boy, <laughs> I'm not true. I'm not even kidding. I, I'm not even saying that to be funny. Like that hey, shit's well, true. I'm gonna get it fucking is, hammered. It is. It is New Year's Eve, and we've got some huge NFL games. But I'm gonna tell you right now, all of us, and we could go through if we wanted to. We all have a story that we're thoroughly embarrassed of on a, on a New Year's Eve. But I gotta tell you something. So we got one one guy on this panel that's married, and everybody else on this panel has been. I obviously everyone know I have a fiance. I'm going to be married again, but I got some of this is some funny shit. So last last podcast, I told you guys my fiance took her daughter was in town from Texas and took her up and they soaked in the hot springs. Well, they went and had lunch at bar 47 and she brought me beer back, which I thought was awesome. And I had that for their uh, last podcast. So find out end of this week that uh, she had left her debit card at that bar up in white sulfur and they put it in the safe for her and kept it so i had to make an impromptu run yesterday a day trip up to white sulfur to retrieve her credit card which obviously any good fiance husband partner would i would think so i went back to to two bassett brewery and i got uh i got myself another growler and i'm drinking this one this is their uh hey man this brewery they they named it because the owners and the master brewer there love dogs basset hounds that's their thing so they've got pictures of dogs that they've had and names and everything so everything is like dog related right which i dig because i'm a dog guy but this one's just called bow wow bow wow it's an american wheat it's, it's a heft got a good citrus note to it you can see it's pretty light i went this route because um last time i finished that whole growler and i had a pretty solid buzz happening before before i even got done recording with you guys so i'm trying to take it easy because we all want to make it through the evening right Anybody I got really big plans? Uh, I, I'm not really other other than drink. home, other than home and sports and drinking. Anyone well, we, got anything they're doing? Yeah, I mean, uh, well, first let me give a quick shout out. So last night, me and my girlfriend went to the Ribbon Chop House in Great Falls, new restaurant, um, beautiful restaurant. 
I mean, you Good can stuff. go in there with a jean jacket and, and cowboy boots, or you can go in there dressed to the nines. Um, people of all all different types. Um, atmosphere is beautiful. The food was amazing. I had their chicken marsala, which was just phenomenal. Uh, they got they have an eighty dollars steak in there that apparently it's a thirty two ounce steak, and our, the, the, our waiter was telling us that uh, that it's just. I mean, it is, you know, I mean, it's every it's worth every bit of $80. I don't know if I'm ever going to be hungry enough to eat a 32-ounce steak. But anyways, anybody who's ever in Great Falls, Montana, or there's other places in Montana. Um, Absolutely. Have, I've eaten every chocolate. I mean, great to just go have drinks or dinner, appetizers. Phenomenal place. Tonight, we're going to one of the staples of Great Falls, uh, Bori's. I know you know where that uh, is, Lee. And, oh, and buddy. Uh, so we're going to, it's a kind of a tradition for her family. I went last year and we're going to go and have dinner uh, tonight. We got a reservation, drinks, um, and then afterwards, bring in the new year um, with some uh, apple pie moonshine shots, I'm guessing, probably. so. Nothing wrong with that. Tyler, are you doing yeah. anything crazy? Are you going to get your kids uh, their first beers or? <laughs> the chance that I am still awake at, on for the turn of the new year? Slim to none, fellas. Dude, just watch watch the recording from the no East way Coast. That's happening. The only, watch the recording yeah, of the ball yeah. drop from the East Coast. We've, then at nine uh, o'clock, you, you dude, go to bed. I don't know. I don't know if I'll be up for that motherfucker. I have to YouTube this shit from like years past for my kids. Like we go to bed early around these parts, and they're in. The only way is if I'm working. Guaranteed. So the only guys... way I'm still awake when that fucking ball drops is uh is I'm at work. So have you guys heard that, you know, that people that are a lot wealthier than us, um, one of their things they do on New Year's Eve. Are there actually people a lot wealthier than us? Oh, like, like, like (laughs) heads and shoulders, heads and shoulders, man. And one of the things they like to do, which I think it'd be kind of fun with a group of guys like us, is uh, they get on their Learjet and they celebrate New Year's in every time zone. Oh, shit. Because I'm guessing you're probably drinking on the jet and you're drinking when you land. I mean, I feel like they, they, there must be something involved to keep them awake. I'm not sure what that would be. Hmm. Um, but it I could just, be powder of some sort. I'm not sure, but maybe I, I made one I problem just, though. My, my Lear, my Lear is actually getting worked on right now. Just a little engine work tune up. Yeah. So well, next, next New Year's Eve would be a good time to do that. Oh, I, my, my, my jet will be dialed in. We'll be good. Nice. We'll be good. Nice. Yeah, Maybe. they're actually they're putting the the graphics, the cocktails and curveballs graphics on the Lear right now Wait, and doing and, the tune up. So, and so will will said powder substance be made available to all <laughs> attendees? Pretty sure that's what the engine runs on, man. So yeah, oh, there'll be uh, an abundant oh, supply. Outstanding, fucking outstanding. <laughs> well, hopefully not, Jim. You doing anything tonight? Crazy? No, man. I <clears throat> my age now. Like I said, I won't see midnight. Um, the other thing is that's the hardest part, man. The other thing is, is that it's, it's, you know, you guys know New Year's Eve is amateur night. Oh, um, you gotta be, you gotta be careful out there. You don't know who you're going to run into, what kind of shape they're going to be in. If it's their first new year, their first beer, you don't know. So if I, if I were to do anything, it'd probably just be at a house, somebody's house or, you know, just a few of us getting together something like that. But I won't see Yeah, the bar scene seems more for the young bucks because, fuck, man, you hit the bars. You've got some guys that are hammered, just amped full of testosterone. Next thing you know, you're fucking throwing hands with somebody because you looked in the direction of a girl or something that while you're standing next to your girl or your wife or whatever, it's like, dude, seriously? And also, like you guys were talking about with that powder, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, shady business that goes on on New Year's Eve. They get New Year's Eve can get pretty hairy. Yeah, yeah, you know, so maybe going out for a couple drinks and then and then making it back to a house party. That's that seems like the safest way to do things. Yeah, it does. Dude, that's exactly that's exactly what we're doing, man. Uh, We're gonna keep it so tame. Uh, We've got NFL huge huge games today. Uh, which I mean, I I see three of us on the panel wearing jerseys. Let's for this podcast, this is a big one. Hey, before we get into that, let's talk about what transpired last night because oh my god, right along right along the refing crew is getting fucking called out on every 
level of social media, right? I mean, we can all agree, I think, that Dan Campbell should have taken the extra point after his team was penalized. But can do we all agree that the refs dropped the ball on that fucking call? I mean, yeah, they, here's the thing, that, yeah they fucked that up. They did. But here's what happened. The refs just came out, and I was watching this this morning. The ref came out because you saw the videos all over the place. Those two linemen, sure. two linemen came up to him. Sure. They both, according to this ref, now maybe he's got some side deal on some betting or something. I don't know. But the ref said they both said that they were reporting eligible, which you cannot do. That's a lie. Now, whether that's lie. true or not, I don't nope. know. It's It absolutely is not true because one of the – one of the, I don't know, one of the referee, the director of referees or whatever the fuck he is, right? He came out and he says, no, that's not, that's not true. Two guys, two guys can report as eligible. Guys, this I thought is they could. a travesty. This is what we're dealing with. And think about the implications of Detroit. Right. They could right. have had the number one seed. Right. Winning that game. I agree. They were playing for that. And what happens? Dallas is still in the running for the fucking number one seed. You know what? It's goddamn what happened. Taylor Decker, and he says, first off, there's like three, four different stories these referees are telling. Right. Okay, okay so the off, last one that I said, saw was the one I just told you, and then I was like, uh, yeah, but I didn't see, know the rule. Before that video came out, they said Taylor Decker didn't declare right. his own. Right. Then the video comes out that shows him going up to the goddamn referee. Right. Yep. And declaring. There's a video and of now Jared all of a sudden Goff. It's, oh, two guys can't declare at the same time. Another referee comes out and says, no, that's not true. They absolutely can't. So now yeah. what's the story? But why Why aren't these guys well, being why, why are there no, The story why, could why be that Dallas story? needed to win. What, what is so funny? Some money. Is, is ahead, why, why, why aren't, why can't these guys be held accountable for this bullshit, man? This is why, this is why the, 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 um, the whispers get louder and louder every year with corruption and, and fucking rigged games, man, because it's this. You know, it's it, imagine being a Detroit fan. Imagine being Dan Campbell. Fuck, man. I would I would be suspended for the last game of the year because I would fucking press conference. I'd be and I, I know he knows the referee crew by name. They know these guys by names. I'd be calling every one of them out. Bill Wilson, you're a fucking asshole. You know, you fucking jip me out. I, dude, I'd, I'd have been suspended for the last game. I'd have gone off that bad. What a well, fucking something, something does need to be done because especially with in this situation, we can talk about the the PIs at the end of games, you know, and and oh, all that, that they haven't play. called all game long, but last five seconds, let me throw this flag. Or yeah. they're not called. Yeah, depending yeah, on right. what team, they're not called. Right, right. right. Um, either way. Yep. But either way, but this is absolutely this is egregious, man. Oh, this it's atrocious, man. Terrible. It's just, Yes, and and, and, and and for other referees to come <sighs> and say, what well, see, now what you're saying, though, Jimmy, what I'm getting from you is basically the referees on the entire team for that game. Now they're commenting and they're they're going against each other like they're not a cohesive not unit with one story. So yeah. you're hearing all the shit and it makes it look even worse. It it's makes like, it look bad. The optics yeah. like, what the are horrible, fuck? guys. The optics are horrible. Yeah, and, like and, and hey, and, how cool are we that we picked up that optics? That's I, I like that word. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I think that's I don't know where it came from, but no, it's true though. It looks like shit because now if they're actually going against each other, that means yeah. that there was some refs that had this agenda maybe, and then some that had this agenda. Some of them maybe just doing their job. I don't know, but it looks terrible. Oh, uh, it's, it's Patrick hit it. Patrick hit it right on the head. He hit it right on the head. Everybody that's been whispering about these rigged games and, you know, talking in ears and stuff, guys, I, I really don't want to believe that this is our NFL, you know, that this is happening. But I'm one of them people that don't want to believe it, but then I see this shit. Yes. Like, Wait yes. a minute. How does that hold up? How does somebody yeah. from New York watching the game say, whoa, wait a minute. And there Stop was only one game. Did. It was the only game going. Yeah. Right. And and How the worst somebody not on that that little ear set that they all yeah. have. Yeah, How going hey, on there saying, oh, God, No, 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 it counts, it counts, it counts. In the last two years. Just going abort, abort, abort. What the fuck are you guys doing? No, 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 no. It's all good. Just fucking let's just 
end the game. Let's have everybody go home. You know, I mean, but there, the there's a reality games. though. Dallas had lost two games in a row. Who gives a fuck? They were at home. <laughs> oh, I agree, Pat. But Jimmy Johnson got his ring finally in the Ring of yeah. Honor for did Dallas and all that, that shit. That was did that was actually that really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did. I watched. It was, it. I thought that ceremony. So we was can get good. on board with all of that, but you know, the, so this has been happening the last couple of years that I've really been noticed, so it's really been eye opening. But the worst part about it is is these type of calls keep happening at the most crucial fucking times of the game, man. I mean, are you shitting me? Detroit had that fucking game won, and referees just decided, no, we're not going to let you win it. I mean, how else can you? Not just not just crucial, Pat. This this is seeding in the playoffs. Right. I mean, right. the freaking Lions have clinched. They're in the playoffs. Yeah, now it's but, all about seeding. And then yeah. so it looks like shit. It yeah. looks like shit, yeah, man. It, it's it's like, well, I mean, we don't want the Lions to get the one Dallas, seed and have Dallas, a buy. Dallas, Dallas getting home games at AT&T, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Did, uh, how did you guys like Jerry Jones and uh, Jimmy Johnson last Jimmy, night? That, looking hey. at each other. It looked like it was... It looked straight out of WWE. I thought somebody was going to get fucking hit with a chair, dude. I, I like, was hoping. I was right, hoping that would happen. Okay, this is... I would, listen, I everybody's eyes... Their eyes were like welling up and shit, but you're like, I don't. Yep. How, do these guys? These guys don't like each other, right? Like they don't. Oh, they like it was each like other respect, like a. That's why. That's why Jimmy you, Johnson basically. Why Jimmy Johnson told told fucking Jerry Jones to go fuck himself, I and mean, he came to Miami, man. He's like, fuck you, man. I, Jerry Jones. Let's see, that's every Dallas fan. You Jerry Jones is Al Davis. Jer you you same might thing. be a diehard Dallas fan, but every Dallas fan has the same story. Fuck Jerry Jones, man. My fiance, diehard. She Jerry hates Jones Jerry says Jones. Fuck everybody else. Like, well, I, don't, I don't think Jerry Jones there. gives a fuck hey. if people don't like. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, if you're a billionaire, you don't. But the bottom line is, you know what? This is why Pittsburgh and Baltimore's and and the San Francisco's and the and the you know these teams that are successful every year is because you have an owner that just hires his football people and stays the fuck out of the way, man. Just let your football people Listen. run the fucking show. What so, the fuck is Jerry Jones doing down on the sidelines calling plays? Get the fuck out of here, man. You're the owner. So last much night, money because he's got so much. He's yeah, just yes. like, I'll give so a fuck. Last night, I'll be the offensive Listen. coordinator, bitch. Jesus, no shit. Nice. You know what I mean? That would be Patrick. cool. That would be cool to have that one. 97 years old fucking calling plays for the Dallas Cowboys. Can you fuck off, please? Thank you. Listen, though, last night Jimmy hit this because even Cowboys fans hate Jerry Jones. My fiance is a diehard. And how she became a Dallas fan is the run in the 90s. And out there you had Aikman, Emmett, Irvin, Woodson. You had all of these guys that she has gone through her football fandom with has never, ever liked Jerry Jones. Even diehard Cowboys fans hate fucking Jerry Jones. Jerry okay, Jones and Jimmy Johnson, Jimmy Johnson was my guy because he coached the Hurricanes and won national championships. That's why I liked him. So I followed him, not because he was a Cowboys coach, but so because gonna, he won. Gonna, wait a second. You're going to mention all those names and step right over Herschel Walker, who brought all those names to Dallas? Herschel Walker is the only reason Jimmy Johnson took the job. I mean, he made listen, that deal with Minnesota and raped the entire state. Hell, like, he raped the entire so northern into, hemisphere of the country. The last count I saw was Herschel Walker brought Dallas nine Pro Bowlers. Nine. And three Hall nine of Famers. And three Hall of Famers. Yep. Jesus That's a fact. Christ. Herschel right. Walker. And he did nothing but, but go to Minnesota. But it was. Ask, if 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 there great. could have been like a like a ding ding and the rock came out or Stone Cold came out and said, All right, Jerry, there's your corner. Jimmy, I because they like, actually hate each other, but they played nice. Yeah, right. it looked exactly like that. Like you know, they're just playing nice and looking. Yeah, it looked like some fire was going to shoot up behind them or something. Oh and, my god, yes. Yeah, yeah, like, I thought a sludge hammer was coming out. Oh yeah, yeah, I'd be down with that. Absolutely. I think I think Jimmy would be more like Bret Hart. And the best there is, the best was, the best there ever will be. I think he would be more Jim. He would be that. He would be Bret Hart. Because Jerry's just sitting back there like the fat bastard that he is. Who is he? I don't know. Andre the Giant, maybe, because he's got all that money. Doesn't matter. Listen, guys, I'm going I'm to play devil's advocate here real quick. Here's you like to do that. Here's the Well, but here's the difference. You do advocate between, the devil a lot. Between, yeah, you, between kinda. Here's the difference between 
Jerry Jones and say an Al Davis or whatever. Jerry Jones is a football guy. I don't care shit what Ed, I can't stand him. Can't stand listening to him. But he's a football guy. And his interest in it's the Dallas Cowboys. It's the one. Dallas Cowboys, and that's it. Yeah, it's it. Like that's, he's, that's I'm it. sure, right? Yeah. Like exact just building on what you're saying, like that I'm sure he has so much money. He's got money in other places, doesn't care about it's his a, money. He's he's Dallas so Cowboys he's Dallas Cowboys. That's it. Like a Good. like Mark Cuban, right? Just a, yeah. uh, some sort of a parallel. Mark Cuban, basketball guy, but has its hands in a lot of other things. Yeah, real estate. Like, yeah. Yeah. Tons yeah. of other shit. Yeah, Shark yeah, I don't think anybody right. doubts that Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones has a big star on his bed sheets. There's no fucking doubt in my mind, man. Like and he, that's, that's kind he, of the difference. He makes fucking yeah. Dallas Cowboys. You know, yes, Al Davis, absolutely. Al Davis with his fucking rings and it, yeah. all the bling shit, you know, necklaces and everything. You see Jerry Jones, dude, he's in a three piece suit. Yeah. You know, uh, very, he, he's just, there's a, the difference with me. And again, I'm not a fan. I don't like, I can't stand and listen to this motherfucker talk. I can't, I don't, <laughs> Jared, I, I don't like him. Jerry Jones. Yeah, I do. I do respect the fact that his team is it for him. He is yeah. diehard. Yeah, Dallas I can respect it for sure. And I, I respect that because his decisions outside of the Jimmy Johnson decision, his decisions, he believes are purely Dallas Cowboys. Best for the Cowboys. Best for the Cowboys. And let me let me just say one thing about, about Dallas fans. And I'm going to go out on a limb. I, I, I might be a little off base, but I don't think I am. So as, as much as Dallas fans just every fucking year complain about Dak Prescott, I want to be clear about something. There's 25 teams that Dak would be a fucking day one starter for. I mean, I mean, listen, more than that. You guys pissing more about Dak Prescott, and and, and in a way, I get it. But there's 25 fucking teams right now he would fucking start for. So, I I don't. You're not going to get any sympathy from me about whining about Dak, man. I listen. I think I like Dak. I I think that there's times where, you know, he doesn't. You know, head scratching some of the some of the plays or throws he makes. But it's a guy that that. You know, is better than I mean, he's top ten, easy top ten. Hey, you you want to talk head scratching? What the fuck are the Broncos doing? Oh my god! Oh, they have to. They're gonna <laughs> oh. cut him. Oh, um, dude, they they owe him. If they cut him, they're gonna owe him like eighty five. I saw. It, no, it's like eighty five, right? And how many teams would pick him up like immediately? Fucking immediately. Twenty. Twenty Jeez. teams right now. I bet would would take him. Because they can get him cheap. No, but that's dead. But that's dead money. Like dead money. See, the problem is they're fucked. They're fucked. We talked about this, this, but where Broncos fucked up is they gave up so much for Denver that when he got there, the cupboards are bare. Wilson, yeah. The cupboards are fucking bare. He's playing with 10 guys from a county. And now you're gonna put this on a guy making 30 million dollars a year. That's not fair, man. That's not fair. Because if you give this guy Fuck, any Sean any, Payton will is, with the, it, this is Sean Payton's behind all this, yeah, guys. You well, know sure, he well, wants give him till year three. I'm telling you, this guy's a winner. He's a he great is. coach. He, and he's you give him to year three, fucked. and I don't think no. he believes in Russell. It's gonna Wilson. take more than year three. I think they are fucked with the Cowboys. Yeah, what happens for the next this couple? Started, years. This started and from being close to the the Denver area. Yeah. This started. And and of course the rumors, you know, there's a lot of more more rumors and truths, obviously, sure. uh, speculation, shit like that. But this started right from the get go. Sean yeah. Payton walked into the building, kicked all of Russell Wilson's people out. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. His nutritionalist, his personal trainer, all that shit said, nope, you got to go. Russ Inc., you got to go. That was a meeting, yeah. right? Um, this this started from day one. I don't think Russell Wilson was ever Sean Payton's guy. Um, Which is crazy that Sean Payton came out of retirement to take this job. But, but why did to, they to trade? But to say to say no, Russell Wilson's not my guy. We're gonna cut him. We're gonna burn eighty five million fucking dollars, and and we lost all these picks. Well, look so at now what we're not picking. Up. Like fuck, I don't I know why. Why? Happen. What's Sean Payton doing? 
what they and they have but here's the worst part is the worst part is that you've depleted like they don't have any draft they don't capital, have assets right? right like they don't have assets so, so, i mean it would be better served by you know leading up to preseason next year to dangle russell wilson I bet you right now there'd still be a team to give up a second and a third for Russell Wilson. I mean, he so, might even guaranteed. They're I mean, saving guaranteed. They're saving money, money by him staying healthy. See, that's why. That's exactly why they're doing it. That's why he's sitting. That's right. Because if his contract. His vehicle, the, if he gets hurt these last two games, they owe him more. Right. Yep. By March. That was. If yeah, that came out. Healthy. I saw that. <laughs> well, that's amazing. amazing. I, I, I'm a Russell Wilson fan. I like him. I think he's gotten a raw fucking deal. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Much like, uh, much like uh, Baker Mayfield, how much would fucking and okay, you can sit there and brag about Flacco, and he's had a decent run, but the Browns have gotten nothing from the quarterback position all all year long. Baker Mayfield is right on the cusp of signing a four year big fucking deal for Tampa Bay, and good for him, man. But again, everything that the Browns gave up for Watson. And what Baker Mayfield's doing right now. You're looking at Baker Mayfield would have the Browns right there with the fucking Ravens and the Dolphins. If if they just kept him. And they'd have two first-round picks, two second-round picks. I mean, I, I love seeing – I said to everybody, I said, you know what, Baker Mayfield, the second he leaves Cleveland, watch this guy, man. He's a good quarterback. And you know what, Russell Wilson? Denver fucked that up. Because I'm gonna tell you something right now. He could walk. He could walk into almost any team and throw up a Pro Bowl year, fucking hey, right now. So, uh, guys, this is this is uh, something I want to just get your opinion on real quick because I know we're we're running out of time. But you know the celebrity shit. Um, so Russell Wilson marries Sierra, right. a celebrity in her own right, in her own uh, world. She's a celebrity. Sure. Um, it seems to me, and I don't want to, but when all this outside distractions going on, all right, Russell Wilson and Sierra have, don't they have a clothing line? They've I think got so. This, all this and that and everything else. Football yeah. all of a sudden becomes secondary. Yeah. Or these other distractions make football almost secondary. It's a, it's now your business, blah, 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 blah. The, does the, does the downfall, the the downswing, I should say, because I like Russell Wilson, but the downswing in his performance and everything, because let's face it, guys, he's not the same Russell Wilson he was three years ago, four years ago. Yeah, not even close. Is he uh, playing well, himself just, out of the Hall? Do you think he's playing well, himself out of the Hall of Fame? Yeah. I mean, I okay, so he might not be the same quarterback, but – he was having a really good year in Denver till I mean he was at one point in time he was his his stats were right there amongst the top of the league. And I don't know if I his stats, oh by the way, just in case you haven't noticed his stats before he got benched were better than Mahomes. Okay. Other than the other than less yards. Very comparable. Other than less yards. There you go. I'm telling you. And can we also can we also agree that fame never fucked with Tom Brady? I mean there you go. I but mean, we're talking Giselle, well, though, bro. I mean, no, come on, that's Giselle. She can't compare nothing to Tom Brady. I mean, like, but, but my point to this was is that now we're seeing Travis Kelsey. I know. I I knew you were going there with this. I knew it. <laughs> and also, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is way a bigger personality than Sierra's Sierra. entire uh, of course. career. But so, I'm, I'm just like, that's, that's a whole fucking no, different stratosphere of being famous. Okay, fair. But I had no dog in a fight with Kelsey. I appreciated his greatness. I didn't like him. I didn't dislike him. Until he stood for the national anthem every fucking game. This is a guy who used to stand for the national anthem. The second he started dating that fucking cancer, now he fucking kneels. Fuck you, Kelsey. I'm no longer a Kelsey fan. He can go fuck himself. His brother's cool. Jason Kelsey's cool. Of course. Jason Kelsey's badass. I think but, Jason but, Kelsey should be – we should get him for a five. five, and, five. And, and now you got – Can we reach out? Can we reach out to his people? Now you got so Travis Kelsey advertising. He's advertising <laughs> the, the COVID shot, Mr. Yeah, Pfizer. I'm Mr. not going to get political. Yeah. I'm not going to touch that. But the bottom line is, 
is that this shit all seemed to start going down the second he started dating this. <laughs> Listen, I, okay, I can we all as 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 men, we all identify as men here, um, at well, least identify not. with the fact that women do rule the world. In they a got, very small. Oh, come on, well, buddy! You second, know they can, can shut us down hey, in a hey, second. Hey, can I just say they got they got all the pussy and half the money? I mean, that's the reason why they. Uh... <laughs> oh God! I well, that. leave that one out of cocktails and curveballs. Is that true? Wait a second, <laughs> hey, dude! I, true, yeah, right? I yeah, I mean, I've never was... heard that. I've never heard that until just right now. But <laughs> I mean, but, it's but true. It makes sense. But yeah, it makes total sense. <laughs> to me. Very true. Wait, wait, was that very was true. that a fact? I feel like that's a fact. I mean, I feel like Hell. you can Google that. I mean, yeah. not, not, they do, and uh, they definitely have half the money for sure. But I, yeah, maybe but I seriously. Hey, I so apologize. The swift thing. Crowd, most, I did, yes, you know, yeah. Yeah. No, most, I think that makes most guys sense. think about this. So anybody that has dated this, what's her name? Uh, Swift Taylor Swift. What she name, either motherfucker, like you don't know she, who Taylor Swift. Is. She either completely destroys them or writes a song about them or whatever. And well, then this coming. one, that's that song's but coming. But the but the NFL <laughs> is is loving this because she is so huge. She is. Oh, yeah. A ginormous star. Yeah. And that brings more uh, ratings and views to the NFL. I'll tell you what, the speculation right now is that's why Al Michaels won't be doing any of the playoff games. Wow. Really? He refused, he refuses to acknowledge little Miss Swift up in the box and shit like that, basically it's saying this football. Why, why are we not showing football? Hey, so you guys know they moved in together, right? Like they're living together now. I I don't know. I don't yeah, pay any that. Good for them. That's what they said. Yeah, it doesn't matter. All yeah, right, guys. Hey, we should fun. actually we should actually because we've got, I mean, I know we've got uh Patrick and I in a Dolphins jersey and uh uh Tyler, what jersey is that? Oh, you uh oh he the a MVP, Ravens fan. The MVP, yeah. the soon to be, the soon to be, no bullshit. I would have two time pump our breaks. Let's just let's just pump our breaks. Listen, if if the Ravens do what, no offense, they probably should because the literally I'm honestly, not offended the people that, that the Dolphins, no, the people that the Dolphins are not going to have. Oh, if the fuck. Ravens, I don't even want to fuck. If the Ravens went out, too. no, if the Ravens went out, he he's the MVP. If they yeah. run away with this game, well, I think he's he can still win. I mean, he's he's he, right there. Oh, well, he still he's can right a thousand percent. Mark Jackson, and, hey, and I he's think right. He's listen, leading it right now. Our, our defensive too. coordinator came out and said, and it, and 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 it, there's never been a truer statement said. Lamar Jackson is the hardest player in the NFL to game plan for. He really is big man. time. And, just, and they're that I have team no problem general, any of that. Um, you know, and, their defense and, is good. The Ravens' defense is back. To being like a fucking top fucking, tier defense. It, yeah. Well, and then, and, then, and then if you have Lamar Jackson just making enough plays to get Justin Tucker yeah. close enough to fucking boot a yeah. few through and their yeah. defense plays good. Yeah. I mean, Lamar like, that, Jackson that, but, can move around and yeah. have a busted play that ends up going for 60 fucking yards. Not even a, he's he's scary. Like five possible sacks, but they turn into a forty-yard gain, right? Hey, this the only dude that the only dude that could tackle him last week against San Francisco was the ref, right? I mean, yeah. he, he fell down and tripped him because he was he was looking at Lamar Jackson's back and didn't know which Safety. way to go and fell down and Lamar Jackson right. tripped him. his face. The ref's face when he was yeah. going down was classic. It was cool. Yeah, dude. Like, Jimmy, what you say? Big injury from the Ravens that could make. That that could be significant. Kyle Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton is turning into a top five safety in the league. Absolutely, very and quickly. If he's not playing, which I don't think he is, I think he's out this well, week. If he's not well, playing, didn't know that. Miami's got some. Miami's but, got some big. But Geno Stone leads the league or is right at the top in interceptions. Marcus Williams is. They signed him to a big deal. Like they're safe between. I I would argue that the Ravens have the best safety room maybe in the league with Marcus Williams, Geno Stone, and Kyle Hamilton. Miami's well, goddamn close. Think, so so I, I've got I think it's gonna be a relatively low scoring game. I don't I don't I think both defenses are stout. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to run against either team. Um there's no science to what I'm getting ready to say and I could very well be wrong. Okay. But I called, you know, when a lot of people 
thought that San Francisco was going to take Baltimore to task. I thought that I said San Francisco was due for a bad game. So I felt Ravens were going to go in there and, and win that game. Not like that, but I figured they'd win. San Francisco went out and fucking Brock Purdy throws three interceptions in the first half. Four. They have a whole game. Oh, yeah. Four I'm not eight. saying Baltimore's going to play that poorly, but Baltimore is on like a seven-week run where they are playing phenomenal fucking football. And they've they been playing football. top competition. They've been playing their right. their, right. their right. Uh, and, strength of and, schedule has been and, rough this year. And let me just say this. I think the only way Miami wins is for Baltimore to have a bad game. Because if they're both playing well, Baltimore wins that game. But Baltimore is so physical. Throw up a clunker. I just, I, I just have a feeling that Baltimore is going to not play well, and Miami's going to pull out, you know, 27-23, 23-20. I think it's going to be a tight game, but it's going to take Baltimore having a bad game. If they're playing, if they're if they're balling, it's going to be a long day for Miami. I think. I'm fifty-fifty. Both both sides of the ball. The the Ravens are so physical. They they're good. They're, I did shit out of the not Niners. Get an argument from me, man. I get it. They're they're tough. You know what the tough part is? Is like literally like if you look at Miami's defense, beginning of the season, we were sh- abysmal. We were shit. Oh, we could we couldn't stop anybody. Man. We just outscored people. Yep. Now we're a top ten defense. Oh yeah. Second half of the season. But again, injuries and everything else, this one's going to be tough because Lamar Jackson is that elusive. And I think last year for Lamar was kind of a shit year because he was fighting with management, pissed off about his contract. He wanted to get paid. Well, guess what? He got paid. This year, that motherfucker's dialed in. I think he is easily the MVP um, unless he completely goes out and throws 18 interceptions in the next two games. And I was I was as on the fence as anybody. Like, it's documented about bringing him back for the kind of money that he got. I, You guys heard it from me. And I'm but, wearing but, the motherfucker's jersey that, like, <laughs> but, but, yeah, but I, don't, I don't know. But, but for him to, for the team to go, no, dude, here's the money. Like, go, just go do what you do. So, so it, it, it's, it seems he does. So, yeah, he's great. Colin Cowherd made a really good point. I don't know if you guys followed it, but he, you know, we're talking about the MVP, right? And how everybody, uh, you know, was was just uh, enamored with Jackson, and and he's he's awesome. I like Lamar, man, and and he could be he's a guy that could be MVP candidate every year, except this year, uh, you know, he's he's what he did. He win it last year, or won it two years ago. No, he won it a few a couple years ago. He was unanimous. Okay. So, so that year that he won it, he was responsible for something like 76% of the touchdowns scored. 76. And that's been the ran a lot more. Go back, if you go back 10 or 12 years, the MVP has been responsible right around 76, 77, 78. When Mahomes wanted to do 77, right around 76, 77% of the touchdowns scored. This year, they had their hands on. This year, there's two guys that are above. Jackson touched, you know, uh, the percentage. Jackson's around sixty-seven. You can you can fact check me on this. He's around sixty-seven this year. Both Brock Purdy, Tua, and I think there's maybe one other guy. I think it's Dak are responsible for up around 77 percent of the touchdowns scored. Tua can't be. Mostert are you sure? Mostert scored a lot of fucking touchdowns. Well, he scored a lot of touchdowns, but he's been throwing a lot of touchdowns by Tua. Oh. Okay. So he does have receiving touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. receiving. Well, there, All right. So there's an argument. There's an argument going on right now about the MVP award. Anyway, guys, it's. I think we should just start calling it. Yeah. The the, the MVP. best quarterback. The yeah. MVP, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. And, and I understand it's the most important position in football. I do. But you got McCaffrey out there. You McCaffrey freak out there that are yeah, going to put absolutely. up historic numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. And and you got these guys out there. And so I don't know whether they got to make another uh, non-quarterback award, you know, yeah. or, or what. Well, there's, there's, the the right? huh? there's an offensive player of the year. Am I right? Well, there is. There's an offensive player of the year. There's a defensive player of the year. Sure. Um, you know, it's not so, MVP. MVP is it's, right. it's, it's one. It's, 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 right. I, I got to tell you guys right now, I'm – I'm a little torn on 
Why why isn't Christian McCaffrey talked about? I, I agree mean, with that. He is, yeah. But what he is doing I this year, that. yeah, is, is unbelievable. Guys, I, I saw a stat. I saw a stat for you fantasy football players. I saw a stat, and and I don't know because I haven't, but that fifty was it fifty four point something percent of people leading in their fantasy football leagues all have Christian McCaffrey on their yeah. roster. There you go. And there you I go. was just like, holy shit. All right, guys, we got to wrap this up, get yep. to some, some curtain calls, and then get ourselves to some football. So uh, who wants to get us started on some curtain calls? We'll wrap this baby up. I'd like to start with uh, Dan Campbell, Coach Campbell. Uh, yes, sir. Super classy. Super classy yesterday. He could have, and, and you guys all know, anybody out there listening knows Dan Campbell and the fire that that's in that man and and – Great coach. Enjoy watching him coach. Uh, you can just tell how his players respond to him. And he could have lost his shit yesterday. Yeah, he, absolutely. And he was and a class act. He, he basically, his he they asked him, you know, they were asking him the, the tough questions. And he just said, yeah. hey, listen, we lost. Yeah. I've always liked Dan Campbell, man. I, I, oh, I've always uh, liked- my, my curtain call, my shout out goes to, uh, to Coach Campbell. Um, stay classy, bud. Your team will do nothing but but get better, and uh, they have got better. So, um, Coach Campbell, cheers. Cheers, I dig that. Cheers. I, uh, I, you know, Cowboys might be one of the least liked team for me. No offense to any of their fans. I just not a Cowboys fan. Ever, never been. Never really cared for him. But man, CD Lamb, good God, man. Listen, CD Lamb is a fucking beast. He's been a beast this year. He broke uh, Michael Irvin's reception record last night. Goes out and throws up a 227, 230-yard game. Um, dude is just electric. And, and you know, you know a guy has arrived when the other team um, is aware of who he is and who he's become, and they can't do anything to stop him. I mean, Cowboys don't have a ton of weapons. They've got a few. I don't know where the hell, whatever happened to uh, uh, Cooks. Brandon, wasn't it just so long ago that Cooks was one of the best receivers in the league? Oh, well, he's like a perennial thousand-yard guy. But thousand I think he's had, he's, I mean, I, I think did he's, they even call his name last night? I mean, I mean, yes. it's hard. To yes, they did. Yeah, I think he scored a touchdown. He did. I think Andy scored one last week, too. I don't feel like he's had – I don't know. Anyways, yeah. I, I, I thought – Cooks, man. Uh, so they they do have some other talent, but it's CD Lamb and and the rest of the crew, man. Right. So and Detroit knew that, and and you can't. I'm sure Dan Campbell game plan for him, and all he does is go out and catch 13 balls for 230 yards. I mean, this guy. The fun part, guy, though, Pat, I will tell you, I appreciate that because he is a stud. But there is. is a busted play that should have been a sack for a safety that turned into a 92 yard touchdown reception by CD Lamb. Sure. Of course, yeah. I, and, and that right. was uh that. And now I will also give Dak Prescott, as we talked before, all sure. the credit in the world because from his back foot he hooked that thing sixty yards, right. and right. I was like, okay. So you know what, Campbell, I think had the right game plan, but CD is a special, special he, talent. He's, dude, he's a and right. after he's after the loss to Miami, he started off getting the ball, and then they went away from him and lost. Yeah. Well, that was, that he was, was very vocal. There's a little cry second, though, too, though. So yeah. they were going to target oh, yeah. him for sure. But no, he's a stud for sure. Yeah, yeah, he's good. What about you, Tyler? You got a got a curtain call for us too? Yeah, uh, just one real quick stat that I saw that was crazy that it seems almost unreal was that Larry Fitzgerald in a 17 year career had 41 tackles and only 28 drop passes. He had more tackles than drop passes. As one of the that's greatest badass. receivers of all time, that guy, that's, man, that's badass. pretty wild, right? Like that's, that's people forget how good he was, man. It just like you know, uh, why, they forget, you know why they forget how good he was because he wasn't one of these diva receivers, man. He I just agree. went out, put his work boots on every day, and went yeah. out to his job, blocked, yeah. blocked like an animal. And he was a big guy. Am I right? Yeah, was he big like, dude. He was a big dude, right? Yeah. yeah. So that was just a real quick, real quick stat I had. Um, my actual curtain call goes out to January Joe Flacco. We talked about him a little bit, but um, dude, I he for a guy for a guy that bet on himself in Baltimore, yeah, 
crippled the franchise for a few years because of the contract he signed shit to bed kind (laughs) of never been to a pro bowl has what five straight games of 300 plus yards oh he's multiple multiple touchdowns and and he would just sit that fucking cleveland browns team is i don't know teams don't want to see them in the playoffs i don't think their defense miles garrett can absolutely wreck a game so yeah yeah, they're they're, they're going to be tough. The the one a footnote on that. The only one thing I don't care about Joe Flacco. I don't know if you guys knew this, but when they drafted Lamar Jackson, Joe Flacco said, "I'm nobody's mentor." They wanted yeah. him to mentor Jackson, yeah. and I just thought it was really shitty, man. It's like, dude. So what makes you better than any other quarterback that's getting ready to lose their Nothing. job? You're going to be a no. douche and say, oh, I'm not going to mentor this guy. He didn't even make it a full season with Lamar Jackson sitting on the bench. Didn't make yeah. it a full season. They were like, all right, okay, nah, guys, real not. quick, real quick. I got uh, one one uh, quick curtain call. This one's actually um, – this one's personal to me. Um, so we always, uh, you know, give props to our first responders. Today, New Year's Eve, is my firstborn, oldest son's birthday, Logan Jace. If you see this, buddy, and I know you will, um, happy freaking birthday. Thank you for your service and what you're doing as a deputy sheriff. Appreciate you guys. Everybody, let's get on to some football. And Tyler, I don't want to have a bunch of bad texts if, you know, the Dolphins kick your ass. or I don't want to see shit. I don't want to see shit from you two about if it's going bad about, oh, how bad the fucking Dolphins are in my church. Or if they do fucking hurt. Or if they do start winning. Oh, I called that one too. No, I called them beating Baltimore by 10. Real quick, real quick, guys, so we can throw this out there. Um, Just in case anybody out there, if you enjoy what we're doing, you can find us all over the place, but we got to call it out. So you can find us on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, You can email us at cocktailsandcurveballs at gmail.com. But go check us out on YouTube cocktails and curveballs or check us out on spotify you're cruising around you want to hear something fun hang out with us let's do it we're coming on to a new year boys good things gonna happen so i want everybody to be safe and like jimmy would say use your ubers and your taxi cab drivers and and be smart but cheers to everybody out there and uh happy new year happy Happy new year Year. cheers happy new year's go